Hello, everyone. This is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the One Bitcoin Show. Today is June the 15th, 2020. Strong hand can't be canceled. Buy and hold. Golden age, having hype. Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin in motion. Five digit realm, dudes. Get it in your head. Apex predator, one day to an all time high. One Bitcoin equals one Bitcoin. I'm offended by selling. Hello, my elite friends. How you doing tonight? It is late at night, but you get a new show here every day. If you have questions, I have answers. If you're watching this live, do a super chat. Type in my name, Bitcoin Meister, catch my attention uh, that way, and uh, I'll answer your question. All right. Last night's show, it was great to be back on this channel, obviously. I was pumped. I had no idea Bitcoin uh, went below $9,000. And uh, lo and behold, it's back to where it was again, 9500 9400 whatever it is. You weak hands, I hope you didn't panic. I hope you didn't freak out. It's going to be bouncing around this 9,000 zone for a while. Maybe you'll, you'll say you're bored. It reminds me, this $9,000 realm reminds me of after the halving in 2016. And it would just jump around 600, 700s, occasionally get into the 500s, but 600, 700, 600, 700. I don't know when it finally got to 800. Okay. I don't know when that happened, but it seemed like it took so long. And then it didn't take that much long after to get to 900. And then the first day of 2017, it was at a thousand. Uh, so it's boring for a while. It jumps around, it gets into its little realm. Uh, and then it'll just leave that realm and go to, to new places uh, so, so be prepared, look back on your history, check out the archives here on the uh, Bitcoin Meister channel. I still haven't, uh, set up disruptmeister.com or techbalt.com properly yet. So you can see all the old shows, but you could do it on your own just by like clicking on Bitcoin Meister, checking out all the old shows. Uh, and again, follow me on Twitter at TechBalt. That is so important. T-E-C-H-B-A-L-T. Although today I didn't tweet very much on there because I had a really weird sleeping schedule, but I was able to do my sprints today. So that's awesome. So six reasons it's been a good year for Bitcoin. This is from Matt O'Dell. Trust in the government is at an all time at all time lows. Yeah, for some people, definitely. Uh, for people who are awake, yeah. Deep platform, and, and it doesn't need to be for everybody, okay? All of this stuff doesn't need to be for everybody, just a lot for a lot of people. And then they like, oh, what's this Bitcoin thing? I don't trust the government anymore. Deplatforming and censorship at all time highs. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I agree with that one. And of course, not all people notice that. Some people are in their little fantasy world of watching their big screen TVs. But that is a positive for Bitcoin. Negative rates are now a, a mainstream expectation. Yeah, you got the president of the United States talking about that even. Death spiral didn't happen. Well, most of us knew that that wasn't going to happen <laughs> uh, because we were here in 2016 when they said the same exact thing. Privacy tools improved. Bitcoin hasn't died. And uh, I'd like to add, we're also one day closer to an all-time high, baby. So pound that like button. 
six or seven uh, good reasons there. Uh, it's been a good reason, a good year for Bitcoin so far. And just that we're one day closer to an all-time high. I mean, that should brighten your day all the time. All right, Alistair Milne and others have pointed out that the dormant Bitcoin over a 12-month period will soon hit an all-time high. All right, so a lot of people are not moving their Bitcoin. Now, of course, all of a sudden, who knows? Maybe a lot of people would just move their Bitcoin. I'll tell you, I mean, this isn't going to happen, but if it if it doubled in price in uh, a week, yeah, a lot of people would, would move their Bitcoin at, at that point. But the, the way things are going, yeah, it's, it's about to hit a, uh, uh, a record in, in a 12-month period uh, for, for a non-moving of the Bitcoin, for dormant Bitcoin over a 12-month period. Uh, so good. There have been a lot of strong hands like me that don't move their Bitcoin. Well, I mean, of course, I have more Bitcoin than I did at the beginning of the year. When I bought my Bitcoin from Coinbase, I had to move that Bitcoin, but not my, my main stash has remained uh, quite dormant. Now, J.W. Weatherman, speaking of stashes of Bitcoin, and speaking of protests, I brought this up on Friday's show. Not everyone thought this was a great idea. Uh, J.W. will have to elaborate on this idea because there are some privacy issues here. How about a protest where we all provably lock up $10 of Bitcoin per month for 10 years. Okay. I mean, that's a, that's a real way to prove you've got a strong hand there uh, and uh, encourage other people not to spend frivolously. And that definitely protests the consumer uh, hyper-consumerism system because you've got people showing that they're saving and they're saving in the best money. It's, it's a legitimate form of protest. It's just that, uh, yeah, provably lock up $10. A bit. I mean, is it going to be able to be traced back to you? And then people are going to say, oh, look, this guy's got this much Bitcoin over there now. After 10 years, he's got a lot of Bitcoin over there. Or a con this is his Bitcoin. All right. But good, good, good idea. I like your train of thought, dude. Uh, by April of 2017... I got to say, moving to another subject, we're moving to the Ethereum subject. By April of 2017, I remember it clearly now. There was a lot of talk about the Ethereum flippening of Bitcoin. People were down on Bitcoin. All these trendies were like, Ethereum is the next big, is the next Bitcoin, et cetera, et cetera. And I got to tell you, I'm starting to see the early uh, stages what leads up to, to flipping talk is starting right now in the cryptocurrency space. Now, of course, Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin. Now, we won't reach the peak Ethereum flipping if we go, if we, we stay on schedule uh, for this cycle compared to last cycle to, until February of 2021. So you won't hear the, the true madness until then if, Things resemble uh, the last cycle, but I do want to say this: there, there's a big question in, in Ethereum. This is this is a really the, the big basic question is: is DeFi is the DeFi craze that's going to bring newbies in, that's going to bring gamblers in, that's going to bring money into Ethereum? Will that be bigger than ICOs? That that's the big Ethereum question, because if it is, 
and it, it very well might be, there are a lot of people that say it won't, but there are quite a few that say it will, then yeah, we're going to hear the same type of thing again, that uh, Ethereum is the next Bitcoin, and uh, Ethereum will, will boom again. Now, we've got a guy here, what's his name? Chris uh, Berninski. Okay, he's got some, I'm going to read you his tweets today. If you think DeFi will have a smaller impact on Ethereum than ICOs, you aren't paying attention. Well, okay, that's your opinion. The ICO boom flexed Ethereum's ability to perform uh, one financial service early stage capital formation. DeFi will flex Ethereum's ability to perform all the financial services. That's a big claim. Uh, if you're whining about DeFi now, I fear that your mental state in a couple years' time, that is, this is just getting started. Okay. And I, I agree with what he says here. Crypto is still off the radar compared to 2017-style interest. And that type of interest will come again and again and again. Each cycle with past narratives hardened plus new narratives that drive further conversion of users suppliers, developers, and investors. So I do agree that at this moment in time, uh, the hype around cryptocurrency, Bitcoin, Ethereum, whatever you want to say, is, is not like that of, of, of December of 2017, okay? But it will happen again. And I've been saying this, and he says, and again, and again, and again. I, I think it all follows the halving cycle. I think in, in 2021, we're going to have, it's going to be crypto madness again. DeFi madness, Bitcoin madness, all sorts of stuff is going to be coming. And then again, probably in 2025 <laughs> and maybe in 2029, every, every four years, okay? So I, 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 I do agree with that, that uh, things are, are relatively calm right now and that we haven't had our uh, dot-com bubble yet. This, this hype cycle, maybe this will be the uh, dot-com bubble of cryptocurrency, or it might not be till 2025, but it definitely wasn't 2017. It, 2017 was big, okay, compared to right now in terms of hype, but compared to the dot-com bubble in relation to the uh, internet, no. But we'll, we'll have our dot-com bubble. We, we Bitcoin, cryptocurrency, whatever you want to say, we'll have its dot-com bubble, and maybe 2021, maybe 2025, we, we shall see. Now, again, for all you Ethereum freaks out there, you, you get your maximum RMB, like the who, pound that like button, if, uh, if DeFi is bigger than ICOs. And I think, eh, I think it probably will be. It probably will be. He, he, made, he made a good point there. Who knows what madness people will... Uh, and it, it's, a, it's pretty buzzword-worthy uh, there. It's quite a buzzword that people can jump on and not fully understand and just toss their money at... There'll be all these illegitimate DeFi organizations out there. It should be fun. It should be fun to watch from the Bitcoin sideline. I welcome all the new money in that comes in at the at the peak of these hype cycles. Because right now, in 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 we're only we're post having right now. We're in that boring six hundred to seven hundred dollar equivalent realm that we were in in, in twenty sixteen. This is the nine thousand dollar realm is the equivalent. But hey, by the end of this year. The start 2021 be a fun time, man. It just like 2017 was a fun time. Uh, buckle your seatbelts if you like to prepare early on.
but be a long-term thinker. Now, uh, there's a company out there. We, yesterday, we talked about the dude who said he got his 12 Bitcoin stolen from him. And in the thread, as was pointed out by a reader uh, of my uh, or a listener here, and something I noticed, a company called Block, uh, what's this company's name? Coin Firm uh, said that they could help the guy track down his stole his stolen Bitcoin. Okay, and first of all, Coin Firm helps governments with AML and it helps private entities with AML. So they definitely know how to do the analytics thing. Okay, blockchain analytics and AML made easy. AML platform monitor crypto transactions, wallet, and high risk addresses. Uh, to base your decisions on gathered information. All right. Well, <laughs> I read that completely wrong. <laughs> but AML platform that monitors uh, crypto transactions, uh, wallets, and high-risk addresses to base your decisions on gathered information. All right. So basically, they, they run a business where they look at they, – they spy on people, okay, <laughs> for governments and uh, for, for private companies at risk addresses. Okay, so they do have an expertise in tracking people down. So why not expand into like tracking down stolen funds? Okay, I, I think that's legitimate. Let them let them compete. That's that's a, that's a legitimate business idea. And so they say, has your Bitcoin or Ethereum been stolen? Let us help you. Are you a victim of a scam? Have your funds been stolen? We can help you reclaim your cryptocurrencies. Okay, so the rest is sort of vague. And they say, after an initial assessment of the data you provided, we will contact you regarding any next stage, any next steps. And it says, fill in the form below. Start the process of getting your crypto back. And fill in the form below. Provide us with details. Share with us all the details regarding your lost Bitcoins and Ethereum. Get approval. We will present your estimated fee once the case is approved. So, so they have to. I don't know. I, it has to be pretty obvious, I think, for them to even like take your case. That you've got to go through a process where, well, if you've had your stuff stolen from you, you're in big trouble. Okay, these guys aren't going to save you, and it doesn't. It looks like it's only a small percent of the time. And then once, let's say they do take your case. Okay, it says enjoy returned funds. Well, I mean, after successful in investigation, stolen funds will be returned to your wallet. Like, how, how do they, how do they force people to do that? Do they, do they have a lawyer that sues these people? If, if the people are in like Eastern Europe, how do they get, how do they get your cryptocurrency back? Really? I mean, do they use force? What do they do? I mean, that, that's the vague part here. But hey, I, I thought I would mention it. Interesting idea. I also want to mention that. Uh, I, I'm really enjoying Asheville, North Carolina, where I am right now. And I've mentioned that a few times and I got a really good deal here and I decided to, uh, I'm going to stay here until September the 15th. I'm going to be here for three months more for three more months. Uh, and that's till Rosh Hashanah. Uh, and I'll be back in for in Baltimore for Rosh Hashanah. And I pray to God uh, that uh, by then my family will be uh, normal <laughs> and everyone will be normal when it comes to uh, all the nonsense that's uh, surrounding the, the current times and the social distancing. And oh, man, I hope all the kids are back to school normally by then. But hey, I'm loving life here. I don't have to worry about kids. 
Uh, I don't have to worry about possessions. Those are all attack vectors. I'm here at this great Airbnb getting an incredible deal for the next uh, three months. So I just wanted to share that with everyone. And so you're going to see that Asheville, North Carolina. I always list where I am. The first words in the description below, always check out the description below. Everything I talk about is linked to below all my pertinent information that the back subscribe to my backup channel. It is linked to below. Okay. I've been putting out shows there every day. Also they're old compilation shows, but a lot of you can't go through the archives yourself. You need it spoon fed to you. People have been having fun. Uh, this week in Bitcoin is still over there too. Well, the last one was this one on Friday won't be, but uh, that was also with Tizen and, and Hasmo Cook and Linear Trav. So the government looks, oh, let me, I haven't checked over at the, uh, we had, don't have a lot of questions over there. Uh, nice boots, someone says. Hi, everyone. Oh, Elaine, hey, how you doing? <laughs> um, nice boots? Who's got nice boots? Do I have boots? I don't, I don't even own a pair of boots anymore. Dude, my snow boots are still at my parents' house, <laughs> and they're from 12th grade <laughs> Or 11th grade. I, I, I I've never, uh, God, what, what, what was that? all this time when it, when it, it did snow in Baltimore a few times when I was in Baltimore, I, I guess I just used those old things. Uh, anyway, that's a, that I just got sidetracked boots. Okay. Maybe he meant something else that sounds like boots. Anyway. So, uh, pound that like button. Now the government is complaint. Well, they can't compete with Facebook, apparently. We, we already knew that. They wouldn't let Libra compete with the U.S. dollar, which I find sickening. I think any corporation should be able to print their own money. That's, that's, that's the way I think. I, 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 I'm about compete. Don't complain. But there's an interesting – Cointelegraph, two days in a row, has good articles. Now, this one might be a little bit of clickbaity. It says, uh, Father of Jobs Act – uh, government was concerned. The father of the Jobs Act, a guy who I worked for the government, says that the government was concerned Libra could displace the dollar. And that's a that's a big claim. Who exactly in the government was concerned about that? Okay, I don't think the virtue signaling senators were. They just wanted to say bad things about uh, Libra so they get votes from their uh, out of motion constituents. Uh, and by the way, people, you can still ask questions, please. The show is not over yet. I do. I, I love when I get people love questions. People love when I ask, answer questions. I enjoy a, a, answering them. But so maybe only David Weld the fourth, uh, who is the father of the Jobs Act, maybe he was only concerned, uh, or about the uh, Libra displacing the dollar still. Let, let's take his word for it. And there were some other people in the government who were concerned about it. He, he's known as the father of the Jobs Act, believes that the U.S. government had to move to stamp out Facebook's Libra stablecoin. I thought it had such profound implications that they had to put the brakes on it. They had to get Zuckerberg to come to Washington and start to understand broadly these questions. I mean, so they're saying, he's saying we had to interfere. We had to be fascist and stick our hands in private business and pick winners and losers here, okay? 
We were scared. We, we, our, our, our monetary product could not compete with a private one. We were scared, he's saying. Disgraceful. And so we had to use force. Considering that Facebook has a 2.5 billion uh, user base, person user base, the stable coin could have presented a real challenge to the dominance of the U.S. dollar. Okay, so he, he, he's saying the dot Facebook challenging the dominance of the U.S. dollar. I mean, that's uh, close to saying Facebook Libra being the world reserve currency, or even even if it was if it threatened the dollar even half that much, okay, or a quarter that much. That means Mark Zuckerberg. It would have been one of the greatest business accomplishments in the history of the world, of the modern world, to create a currency out of thin air based around your business that would threaten the world reserve currency. I mean, that is private genius there. That That is, I mean, he would have become the wealthiest man on earth probably too uh, at that point. But no, government interference stifles that kind of innovation there. That kind of accomplishment. What an accomplishment that would have been. Now, I, I'm not saying, I think it's kind of far-fetched to say that Libra would have become the world reserve currency. And I don't think he's exactly saying that, but threatening U.S. dominance, U.S. dollar, US dollar dominance is based around uh, being the world reserve currency. I mean, it is the most popular currency in the world. So Facebook becoming the Libra, becoming the most current, a, a cryptocurrency? Private cryptocurrency becoming the, or sort of cryptocurrency, whatever you want to say is, uh, becoming the, I mean, that what an accomplishment that would have been. And that would have gotten a lot of people in the Bitcoin too. So it's still going to exist. I still, it, it, it still will, uh, it still will innovate. And I, I just, I just don't think they should uh, try to rein it in. But clearly he was scared. This individual, David uh, Weld the fourth. Are, do, do people still name their kids the fourth or is that like, are people too guilty? Does, do they think that makes them sound too wealthy now if you have a fourth? Because, you know, still people have the third, but I mean, you only hear about the fourth. It's rare now. Just pointing it out. If you go to Gilman in, in Baltimore, <laughs> it's a private school. Uh, if you walk in their main uh, building, maybe it's still there. I've been there for many, a few years. Uh, there's a big, uh, a big wooden plaque with all the, guys who've given money to Gilman over the years. And, and there's not only the fourths and thirds, there's like the fifths there also. Maybe even the sixths. I, don't quote me on that. Okay. But I mean, now in this world where you're not supposed to, you know, be proud of your family and your lineage and all this stuff, it's like, they, they might stop doing that. I hate myself. I can't, I can't name my kid the fourth or the fifth anymore. I got no problem with those people doing that. Um, now, in my religion, we don't do that, actually. We don't name – we never have the same name in a row. We name it after someone who's deceased. Like, I would never have a son named Adam, and my father would never have a same son named Mel. Uh, his son was named Adam after his father, Albert. It's the same Hebrew name. Anyway, but you can't – it's never in a row. There's never a second right right afterwards. There's no, We don't have juniors. We don't have juniors. All right, little, little factoid there. Pound that like button. There's some – that have tried to fit into secular society so much that they, they someone's going to point out to me, well, I know a guy that, that has a junior that's of your religion. Um, 
yeah, there's there's a few that have like totally sold out and done that. But anyway, that that's their business. Now, okay. Finally, uh, I, I want to say, well, I want to say I made a mistake yesterday. I was talking about how Pastor Phil had had Bitcoin stolen from him, and I think it was actually more than twelve Bitcoin. I forgot the exact now. I called him Reverend. I don't know if that. Uh, no disrespect there, dude, Pastor Phil. You're Pastor Phil. I said Reverend. You're Pastor Phil. Didn't make, mean to make that mistake. And yeah, I think you had 14 Bitcoin stolen. And I still, and I know you really had your stolen. This dude out there, the 12 Bitcoin guy, I haven't heard more about that yet. All right. So I got to give the guys at Swan Bitcoin a lot of credit. A few of them, like three of them have appeared on my show. They appear on a lot of people's shows. They appear in a lot of social media. They tweet. They're very, they, they get out into the virtual Bitcoin community. They, they really do. And this is something that Coinbase does not do. Now, back in the, now Brian Armstrong, well, he gets quoted. Now, back in the day, a lot of you weren't around back in the day, but Charlie Lee, the Litecoin founder, used to work for Coinbase. And he wouldn't do exactly what these guys are doing, but he would get out in the community. He, 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 he was on people's shows. He would talk to people. He wasn't really like that gung-ho about Coinbase. Like these dudes, uh, they're, they're very excited about their product, about Swan. And they're really laying the groundwork for a company to, to challenge Coinbase, at least on the Bitcoin side of things, okay? Because Coinbase has stated what direction they're going in. They're in the gambling and, and whatnot. And Swan will not be as big as Coinbase, uh, but they... They've carved a very nice niche so far, thanks to uh, their their really on the ground in motion work by their their representatives. So I just I, I see those do, like anytime I'm on Twitter, I see people retweeting their stuff. I see people like has Jan on their shows and stuff, and other dudes. I mean, maybe this week I'll have one of them on my show. But I mean, there was like three weeks in a row I had one of those dudes on my show. Uh, on this and best freaking guest guest in the space space this week in Bitcoin. Hopefully, all the shows will be at techvault.com soon. Okay, just want to state that uh, observation out there. Hopefully, I'll get a regular night's sleep tonight. Uh, I don't think there are any questions there. We got New Zealand in the house. Uh, <laughs> someone and yeah, and on my other channel, you can watch the Gabriel Divine interview. That was a, a classic one. I think he ends up talking about aliens or something. I, I don't know. He talks about some some something. Uh, all right. So I'm Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Remember, subscribe to this channel. Subscribe to the backup channel, which is also linked to below. Pound that like button. You get a new show here every day. Uh, you get a show over on the backup channel every day. And it's a new show there every Saturday. So in the Bitcoin Meister realm you get a new show every day combined with two channels and old shows and all sorts of things are coming up. It's just, it's great what has happened. I, my, this channel got shut down and out of it being shut down, the, eco, the Bitcoin Meister ecosystem has grown bigger and better than ever. So see you guys tomorrow night. Thanks a lot, everyone.